It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It is a fantastically beautiful, sunny Wednesday, February 19th, 2020, and we are glad you're listening to us today. Hopefully you're sitting out in the garden, maybe getting the yard ready for spring. Who knows? But we're glad you're listening. So as you know, we are on the radio here live, and you can also check us live streaming on YouTube at 1150KKNW's YouTube channel. If you're wanting to listen to past episodes, you can do so via podcast. We are on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Just about any app that has podcasts, just search um, Real Talk with Brian and Dan, and you will, um, you'll be able to subscribe and listen not only to past episodes, but future. Additionally, we have all of our videos of this broadcast on our website on the eastsiderealestateteam.com and YouTube channel. Simply subscribe. So we've got another fantastic show, some great guests today, some great conversation, Brian. Yes, we so um, before we get to our guests, David Schwartz of Orion Entertainment and Emma Potter of Rowboat Wood, we are going to have some Real Talk. And for this Real Talk segment, we are talking about how to buy a home in a hot seller's market. Brian, the market is hot for sellers, right? Yes, it is. Multiple offers are back again. Multiple offers and a lot fewer available homes this time this year than there were last year. So it's getting really, really tough. So we've got some tips for would-be buyers out there, what they need to do to uh, get themselves in the mode of buying. So Number one is start with your mindset. So it can be really uh, difficult to um, understand and ascertain what direction the market's going, Brian. And one of the things that we recommend is kind of sitting down with a broker, understanding the market, and understanding the market from what type of mindset you have to have. Right. And I think uh, getting prepared, you know, both uh, mentally and, uh, and also being cash approved. I mean, in this market, it's pretty common to see multiple offers. And cash is king in that it creates confidence for a seller if you don't have to have any uncertainty. So, so does that mean people have to go out and get a you know a big cash? No, in order to it buy doesn't. Some? What does it that means, mean? It means if you're not a cash buyer, going out and getting fully approved with your lender, which means underwriting approval. So you've submitted all your documents, your pay stubs, bank statements, anything they require for underwriter review. So all that's left is the uh, appraisal and title. Yeah, so it, g- going back a little bit to the mindset, the reason why you want to get there is the whole idea is homes in this area, um, they're going to go quickly, especially if they're in high demand. A uh, key price point in this area right now is probably the $1.2 million range. Right. Um, I know that's not the price of a starter home, um, so anything below that is going to be very high demand. There's going to be a lot of competition for it. Um, once you get up towards the top end of the one seven to two, it, it's a little bit softer. But understanding where's the market going, right? right? So, Brian, we've talked about this before. Where's the market going in the next uh, five to seven years? Oh, gosh. You know, all the data shows that based on supply and demand, we simply don't have enough homes. Builders need to ramp it up. You look at the num- Dan and I have talked about the numbers before, but we're just not seeing the number of construction starts that we need to keep up with that demand. So, you know, nobody's got a crystal ball, but what all the data looks like is we're going to be in a, in a climbing market for at least the next eight years. And, you know, it's not uh, getting cheaper. you got to be in it to win it. 
Right. I, I think that's kind of the, the mentality is understanding that that most most buyers come to us and they're very concerned that the market will just crash and fall around them. Right. And we've discussed this ad nauseum. We've talked about why and where we think it's going. And while we don't have a crystal ball, we can't be 100% correct all the time, but there are too many indicators showing that if you are a buyer that plans on being in the market or in the home for what, would you say three years or more? Um, you know, five is what I've said for the last yeah. oh, 38 years. I've seen it shorter. I've seen it longer. But five, I've never seen it not work out yeah. uh, for somebody. So most people are looking to make a purchase and be around for five years or more, and they're right. going to be protected from any lack of appreciation that could possibly happen, which, right. I mean, buying right. So the next one is be flexible. Brian, what does it mean for a buyer to understand they need to be flexible in this market? You know, I, th I think uh, what I coach my buyers on is know the things that you're not flexible on and then uh, be willing to flex on the rest. I mean, an example could be location. You know, I want to be 30 minutes or less to work. Great. That's a hard, you know, hard stop if it's farther away. But an example is maybe floor plan, maybe a... Uh, two-story versus a tri-level that's in the right neighborhood, be flexible. Be flexible. And the interesting part when you think about it is um, a lot of times when the average agent is out looking at, or excuse me, the average home buyer actually looks for about 10 weeks and looks at about right. 12 homes. Well, what happens if there's not that many homes for you to look at? Right. Then you're seeing what the market is and the new homes that come on market, that's all that's left available. It's not like something else is going to come down the road. Right. So if it matches one of your criterias. You, you know, and I'd say, I mean, one of the most important things is getting educated. So, yeah. number one, you know the right home when you see it and you're ready to move. You know, in this brisk market, you're not going to get a lot of time to process. So you really got to do your processing ahead of time. That way you get all the time you need. Yeah. You know, so I, I hate it when I'm working with a buyer and we're just getting started. We walk into a home and I know because I've seen, or I'm constantly looking at homes. I know based on what they've told me, it's a real contender Yeah, and they don't have enough information. And, and one of the things Dan and I've learned when a client doesn't have enough information, it's a no. Yeah. And that's, that's smart. Yeah. I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying if you get the education, then it'll take the stress away and help you make a good decision when you are ready. So what's number four? Number four, have fun. And I think that ties in with the education. Yeah. You know, if anybody's going to lay at wake night worrying about the transaction, let it be let Dan it be or myself. Us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I buy the Costco size of Tums. I buy, <laughs> I buy them by the pound, so you don't have to. <laughs> but uh, no, you know, uh, um, one of the things that uh, the biggest thing we bring to the table is our experience and our knowledge to assist you in making the best decision for you. And obviously, buying the house and getting able to, to move into your first home is a lot of fun, but it can be so aggravating when you go offer after offer after offer, right? and, and you're not winning, right? Because we all like to win. Brian and I, right. we like to help you win. But um, it's, it's important to keep a positive outlook and attitude and know that uh, the outcome that you're looking for is there. Right. I think that that just kind of shows up and uh, understand that it's just part of the process right now. Right. You know, it's stressful in making a decision um, in what you're going to offer when you're in a competing market. So I always counsel my clients to offer enough that if you get the home, you're happy. And if you don't, you don't feel like you made a mistake right. without offering more. Don't be attached then, to the outcome. Then be at peace about it. Right. Yeah. Right. So in conclusion, um, if you're buying in this market for the next six months at least, you've got to have a great positive outlook. You need to get yourself into a position of being cash approved. Make sure that you stay flexible in the requirements you're looking for. And it, have fun. This is a great process, and it will end in a successful transaction for you. And Brian and I can help. 
There you go. There you go. All right, that concludes our Real Talk for today. If you're interested in this and other topics we've covered in the Real Talk segment, please check out our blog at theeastsiderealestateteam.com slash blog. And if you'd like to talk to us directly about your real estate questions, you can call us at 425-200-4093. Thanks for listening. Next up, we'll be speaking with our lender for our Mortgage Moment segment, so stay tuned for after this commercial break. We're going to talk with Aram Mastov. Maravosov. Maravosov. Yes, I, I've been practicing that. <clears throat> he is a experienced loan officer with Movement Mortgage. So come on back after this break for some more Real Talk. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time home buyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you planning an upcoming event and in need of musical entertainment? Orion Entertainment has the experienced and skilled craftsmen to rock any dance floor. Whether you're planning a wedding, bar, or bat mitzvah, company party, or block party, Orion Entertainment has a proven track record of excellence and guarantees a non-stop dance party for any crowd. Orion Entertainment's mobile app allows event hosts and guests to make all their song requests ahead of time so that the DJ can gauge your audience before they walk through the door, ensuring the night will be a raging success. For more information, go to orion-ent.com and fill out the contact form with some basic event information and we will get back to you with a custom quote. That's orion-ent.com or call David Schwartz at 206 206- 6529-7780. That's 206-529-7780. Is your home decor uninspiring? Not really you, or worse, non-existent? Emma Potter, the owner of Rowboat Wood, is an experienced artist who can create a wood wall art piece or pieces that fit your space, color palette, and unique style. Rowboat Wood is a local business run by a stay-at-home mom using reclaimed and unique woods not found in mass-produced generic wall decor sold in stores. Using wood in your home creates a warmth, texture, and sense of being in nature while relaxing in your home. If you would like to join the waiting list for a custom piece and a free consultation or purchase a current piece, please call Emma Potter from Rowboat Wood at 608-446-6318 or check out her website at rowboatwood.com. Again, that's 608-446-6318 or rowboatwood.com. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Brian. And I am Dan. Now time for our Mortgage Moment segment. During this segment, we talk with uh, we talk about the fear factor when it comes to mortgages. Today, we're talking to Aram Maravosev, an experienced loan officer with Movement Mortgage. Welcome back to the show, Aram. 
Hello, Dan and Brian. Thank you for having me. Good to be back. Hey, thanks for being here. Hey, uh, do you find that homeowners are scared or, or reluctant to apply for their mortgage? Yes. I noticed that more and more people are reluctant to apply. Hmm. What do you think, uh, what, what's causing that? I think the number one factor is self-doubt, that they keep driving that deep inside and thinking they're not going to be able to qualify, mm. making false assumptions without knowing the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, typically all kinds of things pop up in our head when we think about what could possibly go wrong. Like, I'll never qualify because I don't have a high enough uh, credit score. Or, uh, you know, in the past I, I didn't pay my utility bill, right, on time. Stuff like exactly. that. Hmm. Is there a exactly. downside to uh, a buyer applying? If there's what, I'm sorry? A downside. Is there a negative component to it? Absolutely, because, you know, they prevent themselves from achieving the dream of home ownership uh, and missing out potentially on a great investment into real estate. When you uh, said absolutely, Brian, and I looked at each other, like, wait, what? Well, I was asking, <laughs> is there a downside for them applying? Oh, downside applying. I'm sorry. Downside. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I misheard that. No problem. Wow, that's a lucky break, huh? <laughs> but they no, miss out, right? You're right, no, though. They no. miss out yeah. if they don't apply. They don't. There's only upside to applying. And one thing is, of course, equipping themselves with the knowledge and the facts, the way the lenders see it. And even if they're not ready now, they have a good path on, on to walk on and yeah. know yeah. exactly what to do, how to be ready. How much does it cost for a, a borrower to apply with you? Zero. And, it uh, costs absolutely nothing to apply with lenders. Uh, all we do is check your credit, and you know you're not be, they're not being charged until the loan closes. So if they're not ready now, guess what? Yeah. You already have tons of information to go with. Does that hurt their credit for you to uh, take a look at it? You know, the increase, it is a hard increase, certainly. And uh, credit specialists suggest that it only affects their FICO by 5 to 10 points mm-hmm. and no more than that. And so it's not, a, it's not as bad of an inquiry as opposed to hmm. habitual credit, credit card shopper. Sure. That affects your FICO a lot, but mortgages do not. Well, and I love this conversation because Gary Keller says most people overestimate what they can accomplish in one year and underestimate what they can accomplish in five. Brian, I've been in this business 15 years, and I've seen cycles in those five years where individuals can fully qualify when they didn't to begin with. Right. And quite honestly, if you have the roadmap, Right. So if if you call Aram and you put in an application, he says, "Okay, well, here's what we got for you. Aram's going to finish up by providing with a roadmap on what it takes to get there, whether it be two years, three years, five years or less. But you don't know what you don't know. So you got to do something. Right. Absolutely agree. Yeah. I think we could all tell stories. I had a uh, buyer walk into an open house and I asked him if they're interested in buying it. And her this lady's response was, oh, we'll never be able to buy a home. We had a bankruptcy. I said, when was that? Oh, it was 20 years ago. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I helped yep. them buy their new home shortly thereafter. Awesome. You know, just misinformation. Awesome. No, I appreciate your perspective. Aram, how do people get a hold of you so that they can get out of that waiting game and get into this game? Absolutely. They can visit my website, which is emeraldcityhomeloans.com, or call me at 425-988-4123. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Aram. Thanks, Aram. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Next up, after the break, we have David Schwartz of Orion Entertainment who will be talking with us about life through the lens of a DJ.
Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093. Or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Is your home decor uninspiring? Not really you, or worse, non-existent? Emma Potter, the owner of Rowboat Wood, is an experienced artist who can create a wood wall art piece or pieces that fit your space, color palette, and unique style. Rowboat Wood is a local business run by a stay-at-home mom using reclaimed and unique woods not found in mass-produced generic wall decor sold in stores. Using wood in your home creates a warm, texture and sense of being in nature while relaxing in your home. If you would like to join the waiting list for a custom piece and a free consultation or purchase a current piece, please call Emma Potter from Rowboat Wood at 608-446-6318 or check out her website at rowboatwood.com. Again, that's 608-446-6318 or rowboatwood.com. Are you planning an upcoming event and in need of musical entertainment? Orion Entertainment has the experienced and skilled craftsmen to rock any dance floor. Whether you're planning a wedding, bar, or bat mitzvah, company party, or block party, Orion Entertainment has a proven track record of excellence and guarantees a non-stop dance party for any crowd. Orion Entertainment's mobile app allows event hosts and guests to make all their song requests ahead of time so that the DJ can gauge your audience before they walk through the door, ensuring the night will be a raging success. For more information, go to orion-ent.com and fill out the contact form with some basic event information and we will get back to you with a custom quote. That's orion-ent.com or call David Schwartz at 206 206- 6529-7780. That's 206-529-7780. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150kknw. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And our first guest today is David Schwartz, the founder of Orion Entertainment. David Schwartz began DJing when he was a freshman at the University of Washington. Go Huskies. He started playing house parties in the Greek system and eventually worked his way into playing nightclubs, weddings, corporate events, and private events six years later. David has performed at hundreds, probably thousands of events across the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Orion Entertainment has three headliner DJs, offers three kinds of photo booths, and has sought after academy program educates and trains aspiring DJs in Seattle. Okay, so David recently received national recognition from the Honey Books and the Rising Tide Society, naming one of 2019-20 on the rise for event professionals category. That's an industry thing, yeah? Correct. Okay. 
Welcome to the show, David. Thank you for having me, guys. All right. So besides DJing, <clears throat> what are your hobbies and interests when you're not working? Uh, yeah. Um, I got dogs. I really like my dogs. There you go. It's, this is uh, a dog-friendly uh, uh, dogs. Yeah. Names. Uh, we got Ranger and Rainier. They're All probably right. watching right now. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Be good. Be good. Oh, fun. They just barked at the TV, yeah. I think. Oh, oh yeah. I think yeah I we're all dog people here. <laughs> so we'd like to ask our guests to share a memory about the home you grew up in. What do you got? Uh, it's got to go to my mom's barracas, which is like a Jewish food. Oh. They're like potato-filled empanadas, basically. Ooh, that They're sounds really good. delicious. Fried? Uh, baked. Baked. Oh. All right. Baked. Yeah. Sounds good. Never had that before. What are they called? Come over for dinner, my mama. All right. <laughs> B- baracas? B- burecas. Burecas. They're, uh, sp- it's, uh, so we're Spanish Jews, which okay. means that our food is Spanish. Spanish-ish. Interesting. Gotcha. You know, Jewish, Spanish. That's very good. So- Let's get into this whole DJ thing, and what what kind of inspired you to get into DJing? Yeah, so I think this is always a funny little story, is that I really didn't like partying in college, um, and that's actually why I got into DJing. I was really not having a great time socially, and the only way I knew how to kind of cope with the party environment was to hide in the DJ booth and not talk to anyone. Um, <laughs> playing music on my phone. Um, but, you know, at the time I wasn't actually a DJ, I was just playing music on Spotify, um, playing the songs that I enjoyed listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, and right off the bat from the first time I ever did it, people just started resonating with that. And um, I just remember the party room getting bigger and staying full the whole night. And I just got really addicted to that feeling um, of feeling the energy of the crowd Running and engaging that. Hmm. Um, and it's kept me busy ever since. Hmm. So, Is there a show you're most looking forward to this year? Yeah, um, we are really excited to do New Year's at the Needle for a second year in a oh, row. Wow. That is, um, that was the coolest event we did last year. You did it this last year? Yeah, we did it um, this year with uh, our friends at T-Mobile right next door. Oh, um, nice. But unfortunately, yeah, I, I've been told that we will have fireworks next year, guys. Providing there's no fireworks. wind. Oh. Uh, yeah, you know. That was really weird. We were, uh, I was at our friend's house and we were like, hey, let's turn it on. And we turn it on and it's like, nothing. And then we look at the clock and we're like, it. It, oh hey, happy new year. Yeah, we d- we had no idea what was happening. Was just as confused. So. <laughs> oh wow. I had everyone like coming up to the DJ booth like I had some sort like, of like it was your fault in yeah. that. Oh no, I had like people like be like what's going on with the fireworks? <laughs> I was like, "Ah, uh, <laughs> ask the fire marshal." Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. Um so where do you so it's like you have a team of DJs too. That is correct. Yes. All right. So where do you find them? Um, they have all found us. Um, and they've pretty much all come out of thin air, um, as far as I'm concerned. But <laughs> that they probably found us online or on social media on our website. Um, they just really like our brand and what we do. And um, the, literally, the first person like called me. She lived in New York. She was moving to Seattle. She's like, "Yo, do you have any jobs available?" And I was like, "Well, let's find out. Like, <laughs> come on down." <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of the start of what's what we call a multi-op um, DJ company. Um, there's hmm. solo op DJs and then there's multi op DJ. So do you and, audition them? Um, you know, I, I, I she had like twice as much experience as oh. I had. <laughs> like, I did not need to audition oh, her. Yeah. So she auditioned you? Uh, basically, oh, she, we've learned a lot from her. She, like she has that whole East Coast style of uh, entertainment, and like they do things really big over there. Oh. Um, hmm. So she brought a lot of that expertise to us, nice. and it definitely helped us. Are you guys looking for level. more? We're always looking for more. Uh, we uh, so a little bit of our academy program. Like we train DJs from like no musical experience to like fully fledged DJs now. Um, I don't do as much of the 
um, get a call from a random DJ and be like, yeah, come on board. Um, we'd actually prefer to do um, like in internal training now. Um, and that's just been a really awesome aspect of, of doing this that I yeah. don't think I ever thought I would like get into when I started doing this. But you guys travel for events? Yeah. So we go anywhere and everywhere. Like people are always asking us if we go to Leavenworth, um, if we go to Spokane. Um, the answer to that question is always yes. If you want to take me to Hawaii again, I will go back anytime. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Literally a year ago today, happy anniversary, Dan and Colette. Um, they got married in uh, Kona, Hawaii, and that was definitely the most incredible wedding I did last year. That's awesome. So you do quite a bit of uh, uh, weddings. Uh, what else? What other types of events? Yeah, literally anything uh, that needs a DJ. So if you want a birthday party, you're having an open house. I've DJed open houses. I've DJed um, house parties. Now, who gets creative control here? Because, you know, I mean, you got to know your audience, right? And somebody may say, hey, I don't want this dropping the beat nonstop. I want something to be a little bit more flavorful. How does that work? Yeah, so we we really leave that up to our clients. If they want to have all the control in the world over that, um, we let them. So we use an, uh, a mobile app called Vibo um, that lets our clients make all of their requests ahead of time. They can oh, invite their idea. guests. Um, oh, wow. It's really good for like corporate events or like school proms. Uh, anything that you might have a, a crowd of random people all coming together for something, uh, we can just send out a link and everybody can just download the app and make their requests ahead of time. Uh, they can like the different songs. They So it's ranked based on um, you know, what song's going to be the most popular, and that helps us uh, gauge our audience before they get there. That's really cool. So what makes Orion Entertainment different from other DJ companies? Yeah, uh, I think, you know, in this day and age, the barrier to entry for DJing in general is low. really low. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got 200 bucks, you can go to Guitar Center, you can buy a mixer, and you can download a DJ software that will give you a ton of music uh, streaming. Um, and boom, like you're a DJ now, right? So um, I think, you know, it's just our, our caliber of talent. I think that that's definitely something that, at least for me, is is the highest priority, like making sure that our guys and girls are um, like technically skilled DJs and that they, they, they're like classically trained in that and that they can really rock a party, but also that they're um, just proficient event hosts. That's a big part of what we do too, is just emceeing and um you know, being that host of your event and that they can do that um, with class and style. So, I mean, not that you've ever had anything like that, but have you heard of horror stories of some really bad DJs? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I've heard the horror stories for sure. It's usually along the lines of, oh, we're going to have our friend do it or right. something like yeah. that. Um, that's that's one we get all the time. But um, yeah, I think I've one that's always stuck out in my head is these like wedding horror stories. It's just mm. like, Toasts gone wrong. Like I've oh, seen yeah. so oh, many no. toasts gone wrong. Uh, once I had to like steal a microphone from a groomsman um, who, who was hugging the groom at the time. I like snuck under. Um, <laughs> I snuck under one of the bridesmaid's arms or something just so I could like get the mic so that the mother of the group would not get the mic again. Oh, so no. it was it was like that bad everyone in the room. Like I had the bride the bridesmaids staring at me like do something. Like, <laughs> just do something. Like yeah, I yeah. have like a whole list of rules of things you shouldn't do for time. I feel like it's probably a violation of confidentiality for you to be videotaping those just for fun, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you do yeah, those. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we just we just move on. Those. Oh. Pretend they didn't happen. That's awesome. That is funny. So, how do people find you? 
Yeah, you can find us on our website, orion-ent.com, or on Instagram, Facebook, any social media. Um, but yeah, definitely go to our website, check out everything we have to offer. We got photo booths as well. We have three different kinds of photo booths. Um, so definitely, you know, check out everything we have to offer. Um, we do offer bundle discounts when you pair DJ and photo booth services together. Oh. So. oh, so let's go into the photo booster. What, why, how did that come? Where did that yeah, come from? That why? happened completely by accident. Um, well, once I started buying photo booths, it stopped being an accident. But <laughs> right. the uh, I was at an event and I went up to the to the guy running a photo booth, which I'll admit was probably the jankiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I walked up to him and I was like, "Hey, man! Like, out of curiosity, how much are you getting paid to be here?" And oh. it was like twice as much as I was. Whoa! I have raised my prices, a lot <laughs> yeah. since then. but I was like, "That's how much you made for this?" And I was like, "No way!" So I like did a little bit of research, probably not enough, but I got into it anyway. And um, now my boyfriend runs almost all of our photo booths. So is that an add-on? So when somebody says, I want to DJ? Yeah, but you can have it all by itself, too. And we have really awesome photo booths, really great graphic designers. So we we like to think that our quality of DJing and our quality of photo booth is um, just as as great. Great. So, you know, being uh, fairly unfamiliar with with this, I assume you bring all the equipment, all the sound. That's all you. Yeah, that is true. So if I wanted to book you for a party... You you handle all the yeah all we that bring fun lights stuff. and sounds so like nice. cool dance floor lights up lighting like we can do custom lighting as well so if you yeah. want your name on the ground all pretty like we oh, can cool. do that too wow that's great wow. so any other services that you're you offer um we do offer videography as well um we really contract that out so okay. it's not internal but uh, we have our like list of preferred videographers that we recommend. Um, so so essentially they can start by calling you, get you booked for the event, uh, add the photo booth, and then add a videographer. Anything else? Um, yeah, so far that's all we I mean, you're, I know your yeah. network too, right? So you have photographers if, if folks exactly. do that. So how is your can- calendar going right now? What, how many weeks, months, yeah. days um, out? So it's, we just got out of the slow season, so really excited to get back to work. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, summer, like April through, uh, like we started picking up again in March, but April through, uh, September, even a little bit into October is wedding season in Seattle. Um, and it's very seasonal. So it's like, go, 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 go. And then it just drops off. Okay. Drops off what? Into August? Uh, so it like November gets kind of quiet early December, but then holiday parties pick up for the end of the year, uh, for corporate events and stuff like that. Um, and then January and February are real quiet. Mm -hmm. And then things start to pick up again in March. And then it really just goes gung ho from like June through, um, September. Do you guys have mm. space in June right now? Yes, we do. Actually, okay. we have a ton of space in June. We are doing great in August and more booked in September and October, I think, of next year than we are in June, uh, which I'm not worried about. But it's, uh, yeah, we still have a ton of availability this summer. So, what's the best way for somebody to get in touch with you to book something? Yeah, go to our website, visit orion-ent.com slash contact. Please fill out that form. Uh, that will put your date in our system and we can cross-reference it to make sure we're available and on instagram uh at orion underscore e-n-t great all right thank you very much david for coming on the show thank you guys so much for having me appreciate it all right so next up after the break we're going to be welcoming emma potter uh, um excuse me emma potter of rose (laughs) i'm going to say this right hello all right let me try one more time after the break we are welcoming emma potter of robo wood art Stay tuned. We'll be right back. (laughs) That's a mouth.
Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time home buyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the eastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Is your home decor uninspiring? Not really you, or worse, non-existent? Emma Potter, the owner of Rowboat Wood, is an experienced artist who can create a wood wall art piece or pieces that fit your space, color palette, and unique style. Rowboat Wood is a local business run by a stay-at-home mom using reclaimed and unique woods not found in mass-produced generic wall decor sold in stores. Using wood in your home creates a warm, texture and sense of being in nature while relaxing in your home. If you would like to join the waiting list for a custom piece and a free consultation or purchase a current piece, please call Emma Potter from Rowboat Wood at 608-446-6318 or check out her website at rowboatwood.com. Again, that's 608-446-6318 or rowboatwood.com. Are you planning an upcoming event and in need of musical entertainment? Orion Entertainment has the experienced and skilled craftsmen to rock any dance floor. Whether you're planning a wedding, bar, or bat mitzvah, company party, or block party, Orion Entertainment has a proven track record of excellence and guarantees a non-stop dance party for any crowd. Orion Entertainment's mobile app allows event hosts and guests to make all their song requests ahead of time so that the DJ can gauge your audience before they walk through the door, ensuring the night will be a raging success. For more information, go to orion-ent.com and fill out the contact form with some basic event information and we will get back to you with a custom quote. That's orion-ent.com or call David Schwartz at 206-529-7780. That's 206-529-7780. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Emma Potter of Rowboat Wood, who will be sharing with us how, as a stay-at-home mom, she rediscovered her creativity with power tools and how she now runs her own business from her garage. Emma always had a creative wave flowing through her since she was a kid. Growing up on a 100-acre farm in Ontario, Canada, Emma could easily disappear into nature to play and create. Her favorite spot by far was in the creek, where she would dig her toes into the clay catch minnows, and float in her rowboat for hours on end. While in her boat, Emma found solitude, peace, and inspiration for many of her creations. As the years trickled by, Emma found her life drifting further from the creative and anchoring more around her family. After some encouragement from friends and family, Emma finally decided to dive back in. Working with wood, she has made areas of her life feel complete and easy. At times while in her workshop, Emma recaptures the feeling of freedom as she did in her boat. 
Emmy is, Emma is truly inspired when in nature and loves the versatility and variety that wood offers. Experimenting with a combination of layered colored stains, or excuse me, strains, and raw natural wood really allows each piece to tell its own story uh, and sing its own song. Welcome to the show, Emma. Thank you. That, what a great story. Yeah, no it's kidding. Like, I felt like I was on that little creek on in the a, boat. In a robot. Good, yeah, good. It's awesome. So what are your hobbies? Well, actually, my hobby has kind of turned into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like making things, and um, right now wood is the cool thing to make since I'm in my shop all the time. So that's my hobby. I don't really have a lot of time for other <laughs> hobbies. I like being in the woods. I'm a nature girl. Well, there you go. So this rowboat, which because uh, we ask everybody about a fond memory of, mm-hmm. of the home they grew up in. Yes. But, it, you know, your story tells a story about where you grew up. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I was 100-acre farm in the boonies. Like, <laughs> there's no other people living there. So hmm. I was my own best friend. <laughs> <laughs> what, did the, what did your family farm? Uh, we didn't farm anything. We, um, rented it out to other people. So we weren't actually farmers. We just lived on a farm, which is the best kind best of thing. Yeah, that's you right. Don't you don't have to, have to get up, up and milk the cows. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, so I, I liked being in nature and, yeah. you know, imagining and being on my tiny little boat in the creek. Have you always been creative? I have. I've always kind of tinkered with things i did a lot of sewing when i was younger sewed my own clothes to my father's disgust um, (laughs) and wore them to school i remember making like some pants out of an old pair of curtains (laughs) um and you had the courage to wear them to school that's right i was that girl i was that girl nice um yeah so always made things always made things so um as i think about this i want to tie back to the rowboat story and your name. Mm-hmm. Where, tell, tell me what. Rowboat art. Yeah. Yeah, the rowboat wood. Um, basically, I guess I wanted to recapture that feeling when I was younger in that boat. It was like my happy place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you grow up and you have responsibilities and a family and sometimes you don't have that. That simplicity. That, yeah. That, that stuff, connection yeah. to. Yeah. What was what you loved and what was so true and simple and. When I'm out in my shop, I, I really recapture that feeling, which is kind of magical. So, so my, my grandfather worked with wood. My uncle worked with wood. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never picked it up, but I have spent time with a good friend of mine who, um, Nick Pringle, you know Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, very creative. Um, he's very creative, and I used to make fun of him because he quilted and all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, that whole creative mind and stuff like that is something that I have it in a different way. Right. So as you gravitated towards wood, what was the, what was the pull? Why wood? Or is so, that just for now? I I mean, I don't know. You never know if it's for now or for later. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always liked doing something. I get that satisfaction from creating something beautiful. And my husband's actually made a few pieces of furniture in our home. So he was kind of like my Obi-Wan Kenobi, like showing me <laughs> the way with the power tools because I'd never used any power tools. And um and I just kind of fell in love with wood. I mean, it's so many different kinds and the smells and the textures. And when you stain them, they all look different and react Can you describe what your finished products look like? Um, so it's wood wall art. So um, it's kind of like a geometric pattern. I cut strips that are like one and a half uh, inches wide. And then I create a geometric pattern with those different mm. colors, woods, different stains that I create. And... Um, comes out looking pretty cool. What's your favorite power tool? Um, I think 
the miter saw. I mean, just like <laughs> cutting things. You just feel hardcore. Like, wow. <laughs> also, the fact that it could cut your finger off. Ooh. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's scary yeah. and exciting. <laughs> That's exhilarating. Funny. Yes. So, what artists inspire you? Um, I'd have to say probably like the first artist that inspired me was Keith Haring, which I'm actually wearing Keith Haring ah. shirt today. Check it on YouTube. Yeah, hello. <laughs> um, he's a graffiti artist from the 80s in New York. Uh, he got really famous, um, but it w- it was one of my first exhibits that I saw in uh, the De Young Museum in San Francisco that I hmm. just really was blown away by. And I happened to take my, I think he was six-year-old son at the time, and some of it's pretty graphic, and I didn't know that. <laughs> so we talked about how art is amazing art if it gives, if it creates an emotion in you. If it's at like even if he was scared or disturbed or kind of grossed out, I'm like that's powerful because that picture made you have that emotion. So I like to equate art with emotions. Yeah, it's it's kind of a visual representation of a, something. Right. It's not just a logical representation. Right, that takes you somewhere. Yeah, that's awesome. So you decided then to start your own business. Mm-hmm. Um, how I, did that work out? I guess um, I had a couple friends that have seen things that I've done. Like when my daughter was born, I made like a mobile for her room and other things. And they're like, you're really creative. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've always known I was creative. Um, But they really kind of gave me that push to be like, you can do this. You can, you can have this as a career. And um, it just really, really helped me take that extra step. You know, everyone's afraid of failure mm-hmm. so I didn't want something that was so important to me for me to fail at it yeah. so, so people reject it yeah, yeah. so yeah. I've always tried in other things that weren't as important but this was pretty near and dear to my heart so doing it and failing was scary so but so far it's been really successful so it makes me pretty happy so what's your favorite part of doing what you do uh, I think just zoning out in the garage and mm. listening to music and um just being on my own, you know, raising a family is busy and you don't get a lot of that time for yourself. Um, so I, I love listening to music and all my pieces are named after a musical artist that I happen to be listening to at the time. Yeah, so des- that's pretty inspiring. Describe a couple of your pieces. Um, well, one of my first ones is called Vetter. It's for Eddie Vetter. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love him. Um, who else do I have? I have Prince. I have, um, do you guys ever listen to Lizzo? Yes, I know who Lizzo is. Yes, there's one named after her. David should know. (laughs) She's pretty uh, powerful woman, which I admire, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, but just being out there. Hmm. So tell me about your transition from stay-at-home mom to artist. Uh, Yeah, that's tough. Um, you know, everybody has expectations of me in the house and which has been totally fine in the past. But now that I'm finding something that something for me, (laughs) you know, everyone, you hear that so often, but it's so true because you do sometimes lose yourself in, um, the role of mother. Um, it's an amazing role, but you do lose yourself, um, sometimes. So I think doing something like this is taking care of you Mm -hmm. so you can take care of them. It's Mm. true. It's true. Happy mom. Yeah. Happy wife. Happy life. That's right. It's true. Remember that one. Yes. So why would someone buy one of your pieces over 
you know, I hate parts of this question, but over target or yeah. mass produced stuff. Right. What's um, unique? What's you know, sometimes you walk into Target and nothing speaks to you. Yeah. And everybody has their own unique style. And for everyone to have the same piece of art that, you know, you find for 20 bucks, that it's just, <laughs> it's just doesn't, I feel it doesn't speak to you. And you want your home to be, you know, a representation of your own style. Um, also, you're supporting a local business. Um, each piece is different. Even though I try to make some pieces the same, I just can't. Because yeah. it's so fun to make new things. Um, and wood goes with everything. It's kind of like denim. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go in everybody's decor, and I can tailor it to your style and color palette. Where can people see your work? Um, so my website is www.rowboatwood.com. I'm also having, I'm going to be in a show coming up oh. March 25th and 6th called Raw Artists. Yeah. And that's in Seattle. So you could find me there. Um, also on Instagram, Facebook. How big are your pieces typically? Uh, my smallest are two foot by four foot, okay. and I have made a eight foot by four. Foot. So they're pretty good size. Pretty good size, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, good pictures. David pulled up oh, on yeah. it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and also you know if you, <laughs> I made a three piece too that if you want to break it up or have different pieces coordinating on different walls, you can do that too. It can fit any can any people space. commission you to do custom pieces for them oh yeah that's actually all i've done so far oh you done? oh okay custom pieces yeah for the show i'm cranking out my own designs yeah um, and see what people are gravitating towards so if there are some aspiring stay-at-home artists out mm -hmm. there that want to monetize their passion like this right. what steps would you encourage them to take first of all i would just it sounds cheesy, but believe in yourself. I hmm. mean, the confidence to step outside your comfort zone was the toughest part for me. Um, so, and then I guess, um, have your friends buy your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that always helps. Buy her chairs. <laughs> yep, yep. I had a friend make my website. You know, really lean on your friends and family because they want you to be successful and yeah. happy. So, like, I think of um, sites like Wayfair. That's not a right one. Etsy? Is it Etsy? Yeah, Etsy. Etsy. Okay, yeah. so where you can create an account, mm -hmm. put some samples in there. So, you, right now, all your business is word of mouth. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, essentially, a friend of a friend, uh, and then you have this show coming up. Mm -hmm. So, you don't send, sell anything through Etsy or anything like that now? I don't. Okay. I don't. It's mostly been word of mouth or people that have seen things on Instagram or Facebook. So, you would say Instagram or Facebook are kind of your major marketing tools yes. of what you're working on. And then people reach out to you and say, Ooh, that's great. I'd like to do something like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, exactly. cool. Hmm. And, wow. and so right now they're going to your website, right? Which is www.rowboatwood.com. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, Emma. Yeah. Thanks for it's having been, me. It's uh, been fun chatting with you about that. Remember that all of our segments are available to watch on our YouTube channel. If you're interested in learning more about any of our guests, please subscribe. Join us after the break for some final thoughts and something fun to do. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. 
With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425-200-4093. Or check out our website at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Are you ready to select a residential contractor for your remodel project or custom construction? Have you been presented with a contract to review and sign? Well, before you go any further and before you sign anything, contact Douglas Schwed at Access Law NW for an expert contract review and a contractor due diligence investigation. We highly recommend that before you sign any major home improvement, remodel, or custom construction contract that you consult with a qualified real estate contractor attorney. Mr. Schwed has developed a proprietary 10-step builder due diligence investigation algorithm, which fully and completely documents any contractor's operating and legal compliance history, including litigation checks, including civil and criminal background, bankruptcy filings, licensing compliance, insurance and bonding compliance, and other relevant business details. From that investigation, a written report is provided highlighting all areas of concern so the client can make a fully informed Formed, unemotional business decision before the sign and before performance problems and disputes arise. Go to accesslawnw.com to contact us or to get more information. That's accesslawnw.com. Feeling disorganized? Do you have trouble finding things in your home or feel overwhelmed when you open a drawer in the kitchen? Does your house add unnecessary stress to your already busy life? If the answer is yes to any of these questions, the professional organizers from Born to Organize would love to help. Born to Organize specializes in general home organizing, downsizing, home sale preparation, and move-in assistance. Unlike other organizing businesses, we also have a full-time licensed carpenter to assist with larger system installations and handyman projects. In as little as one visit, Born to Organize can help eliminate stress and anxiety in your life by utilizing an individualized approach with each client that includes decluttering and creation of simple systems within your home. Born to Organize serves Snohomish County, King County, and is available to travel through the United States on a per-project basis. Jamie Bourne and her team of organizers are simplification experts and love nothing more than making a house feel like a home. Please visit our website at B-O-U-R-N-E, the number two, O-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E dot com. You can also call us at 650-274-4308 or email Jamie at born to organize at gmail.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk on 1150 KKNW. And as we get into our final thoughts, Brian, I've got some good news, and I'm really excited about this. Well, let's hear it. So Keller Williams has been working and working on, oh, yeah. on technology, and we just released our what we call is the consumer app. Now, it's been there before, but they've, they've launched a major upgrade. 
And I want to just talk, if, if you're interested, if you're looking for homes, it just it just came out. So go and uh, go to your app store and download uh, KW. That's, you can just search KW. And you can assign myself or Brian as your agent. But what we want to find out is how is it? How does it stack up? How does it compare to the competition? Because they took it. I wouldn't say they took a chance, but they've decided to kind of take the feedback and see what most consumers are looking for. And a lot of consumers, when they're buying homes, are very interested in the neighborhoods that they're going to buy into. So they've actually taken all the next door neighborhoods, if you're a consumer, and they've uh, basically sorted the homes by those neighborhoods and then created statistics as a result. So they're not neighborhoods that I would say um, the MLS locally always recognizes. They're neighborhoods that the neighbors recognize. So go to, um, go to, uh, you can go to Keller Williams um, and download the app today and take a look at it and tell us what you think. So what final thought do you have? Well, kind of along those lines, um, that was released. Uh, Keller Williams had their annual uh, convention this last uh, weekend, the family reunion. Dan, you were there. Other than the consumer app, what's your big takeaway? Oh, geez. I mean, essentially this is there are a lot of companies out there that are vying for uh, control of providing data to consumers for real estate. And um, a lot of a lot of the companies out there are trying to replace real estate agents. And, you know, to everybody, they can look at what what fits them. But the one thing I know is that you can never replace a relationship. You can you can get all the data you want. But what you can't get is how does that data work for me in my life? Right. And it does matter. So um, what we're trying to do as a company is provide I would say augmented realtor, you know, where <laughs> where, where I'm a, a te- what we call tech enabled realtor, where we right. use the technology to help the consumer by determining and negotiating. Yeah. I think you can't replace you know, that. And it's a tool. And I mean, I'm going to this that the tool is only as good as the workman. And uh, I mean, yeah. it's not the tool that does the job. So it's a tool for us to serve our clients and and give them, give you a better experience. Yeah. Awesome. So, Dan, what's happening this week? Well, it looks like if you want to go outside this Saturday, let's see. I check the weather. Is it supposed to? Is this weather supposed to continue, Eric? No. Oh, when does no. it switch? No. Saturday looks like rain. Saturday's when it just goes down. Well, whatever. <laughs> go rain. Go check out the trees. Here's what's happening. in the Be- Bellevue Urban Forestry Specialist is going to be hosting a tree tour downtown, and welcome. And you're welcome to join. This free walking tour through downtown park will include information about our urban forest, notable trees. So you like wood, you can go find about what's going on with the trees here, the history uh, of land uses in downtown, and discover what mel- makes Bellevue your city and a park. And learn about the green spaces right outside your door. The tour will last approximately an hour and cover about a half mile. And the path is graveled, mostly flat. Maybe a little rainy, bring an umbrella, what the heck, dress for the weather. Should be fun. Uh, For more information like this about this tree tours and others, you can visit bellevuewa.gov slash trees. So that concludes our show for this week. I especially want to thank our guests, David and Emma, for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you all for listening. And before we go... Remember, buy land. They're not making any more. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening.